He keeps himself in trim by bending bars of iron. This bar is the genuine article which we tested before he began to play with it. Beyond the bend. Beyond the bend. All right, everybody, welcome back to Beyond the Bend. I'm sitting down here with a heavy hitter. Welcome, Tom. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, let's start it off like we do always. Tell me about the first time you saw someone bend a piece of steel. Actually, the, the, the first time I really saw someone bend a piece of steel was uh, Anton Sidén. Okay, I hit him up on, on a Swedish uh, training firm called Colosseum. And uh, he, he gave me some advice regarding grippers. And he even made my first grip tools, my pinch block, my loading pin, everything. He made it for me super cheap oh, nice. uh, to get me into grip sport. Uh, and we talked for a while and, and he started with this, this bending, steel bending. And I knew about steel bending because I was also following David Wiegren, but he wasn't really into much bending at the time. Yeah. So I saw some photos of his bent steel and I asked him about it, but I really didn't see anyone bend until Anton started to bend steel uh, and also tried to get me to bend steel. This was actually, I think, in the beginning of 2019 or, or even earlier. Yeah. He sent me some some advice uh, and also sent me some steel later on but the thing is what he was doing double overhand bend and I, I couldn't figure it out man I was like I was going here and I was using jeans uh, as he did using yeah. jeans and I got stainless <laughs> bars six millimeter stainless bars and I was bending them but he sent me these eight millimeters hot roll steel and he was saying, these are kind of easy. You, you will definitely bend them. Yeah. And I took them in my pair of jeans and it was 100% impossible. I wrecked my hands totally. Uh, <laughs> and I tried it one, two, three, four, five times. I, I couldn't budget. I couldn't do anything with it. So um, I actually stopped trying because I got injured from it and, and had so much with grip sport and chasing the captain of crush three certification etc yeah. so i laid it off but anton was the first guy i saw ben steel wow that's cool and what was um the inspiration to get into the grip training at that time the grip i, I always been impressed by strong grip and, and grippers was always something i I looked people close grippers. I had no clue really how hard or, or, or so they were, but I knew it was hard. So when I started powerlifting in 2016, uh, I noticed I had a pretty good grip uh, on the deadlift bar. Yeah. Uh, double overhand was always part of my warm up up to 200 kilos. And, and people wow. said, yeah, you have a pretty good, decent grip. And I was like, yeah, okay. So I, I looked into it a bit and i saw yeah okay i gotta reach 500 pounds yeah nice uh, that's a goal so so i actually started training for it and and i took it like two sessions i got 500 uh, <laughs> double over and so so anton told me i you have a serious grip 
try monkey grip. So I try without the, the thumbs, you know. Right. Thumbs. On the same side. Not there's two types of monkey grip. Like some people hold thumbs like this, or some people on hold it on the bar. Yeah. yeah. So I were holding it on the bar. Uh, and 180 kilos was no problem. 200 kilos was no problem. And I got 210 kilos the, the third session I tried it. So hey, I got a nice grip. But Anton, which grip should I should I buy? Like people are closing one, two threes but where do i start because i'm also cheap so i don't want to buy like all of them yeah uh, and he told me to to go for the captain of crush number two yeah uh, and i got it home and opened it up and the first day i i i missed it by a hair like okay. it was almost closed but but not really it wasn't that proper close so i yeah. had to to check the technique so i went on to, to youtube and and found paul knight's video how to set a gripper it's yeah. the best best video to learn how to set grippers uh, yeah. no offense to anyone else but yeah it's the key points he's making and it's easy to follow yeah uh, and I, the second day i tried it again i did like five reps on it nice. and uh, from there on uh, I got stuck to grippers, doing them almost every day, wrecking my hands 100%. <laughs> like, yeah. I got so inflamed, it was hard to grip, like milk, etc. I couldn't hold oh, on no. to it. Yeah, it was so inflamed. So, so I got injured as anyone else who doesn't really take it serious. They don't warm up for it. They don't, they sit in their couch, like squeezing. Yeah. Yeah. These are actual <laughs> hard stuff. You, you can't be doing that because you really yeah. injure yourself. Uh, and after that, I thought about, okay, so I'm going to buy a number three um, to see where I'm at. And uh, I also bought a number two and a half the same day. So I started with ripping out the 2.5, setting it, closing it, super happy. I got it. Uh, opened up the number three. Also totally like stupid. I didn't even rest between the two and a half and three. I set the video on and I opened the package and, and I closed it to number three on the first attempt. Uh, and I was like, I'm so good at this. I'm so good. I got super hubris. Uh, problem was I, I used so much strength for that. So my hands got so inflamed. I, I couldn't close it again for two to three months. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I had to back off so hard because yeah totally wrecked my hands oh. so that's that's the the gateway into grip sport and then anton sent me gotcha. tools to to try it and um, the thing that inspired me into grip sport and and the competition style grip sport like with these famous implements uh, these normal implements was that uh, david wiegren was holding a grip contest swedish uh, grip open Oh, cool! Uh, 2019. So he told me I had to 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 join. So I started started lifting uh, um, pretty seriously, like four four times a week, uh, mostly grip. I, I, I powerlifting was out of the table. I had to do grip only grip. <laughs> uh, I moved gym to find an axle. Yeah, and uh, this is actually kind of. A kind of funny story. I, I actually owe 
David Wigren a, a Swedish record. Oh yeah. Because first time I tried an axle, it I, I lifted 180 kilos on it. Uh, and he said like that, that's amazing that the, the Swedish record is actually 180 kilos or something like that so okay and so I continued and I lifted 190 on this axle but this had knurling so it wasn't really the same right so I tried the other axle at the gym which had tires on them a strongman axle yeah uh, but it was smooth uh, the whole axle and uh, I could lift 190 kilos on that too so I was like yeah this axle thing is it's pretty cool I'm, I'm pretty good at it so yeah. So Vigren actually ordered an Ironmind Apollon bar from USA uh, yeah. to the contest because he wanted to see me break the Swedish record on it. Yeah. Coming up to the contest, uh, let's say uh, I wasn't as strong as I thought. Uh, <laughs> already at 155 kilos, I dropped the bar. Oh, no. The problem was that the strongman axle at the tires uh, was skewed so the weight uh, was hanging like this uh, okay yeah. so when it was rotating it put like this so they had no rotation of the bar whatsoever yeah. so i had no clue uh, oh, so man. yeah i owe him a swedish record <laughs> i'm sure you'll, you'll get to it um, yeah so that's a crazy amount of like uh natural grip strength you basically started with so what was have you always just been strong as hell as a kid or what like uh where did all this natural strength come from yeah it comes from from natural I, i've always been the the big strong guy yeah. since i was a little kid i always was i was was big I, I wasn't as heavy as i am now when i was young, I, I was playing football uh, for for many years uh -huh. So I was like, when I was 15, well, it's pretty heavy to be 90 kilos as 15 year old, but at 190 yeah. centimeters, it's not that much. Yeah. Um, but it was when, when I realized, when I started doing powerlifting, I, I, I started to understand that, okay, I have pretty good strength, um, but, but the weight always went up as well uh, i couldn't stay lightweight it's it's very hard for me yeah gotcha and we're, uh did you do like uh you know you've heard the show were you growing up working on a farm or working like with your dad or anything like that was there any like natural uh strength developed from that kind of stuff or were you just always naturally strong i think i think i was always just naturally strong uh i, I could like my mother had horses at home and of course I was carrying some hay etc yeah. helping her like this but that would be lying to say I got any strength from that because I didn't really do much uh, so so I guess it comes just from 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 genetics yeah gotcha I'm sure carrying hay had something a little bit to do with it <laughs> it, it didn't make it worse yeah uh, sure Gaming did make it worse. I was a gamer yeah. for many years as well. That made it worse. <laughs> that uh, worse. I mean, my pelvic tilt when I started doing powerlifting, I, I couldn't like lay in a bed without having my back hurt because I couldn't oh, put it in, yeah. in like uh, that angle, etc. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so 
you started off with that steal that Anton sent you and you said double overhand was really tough. Actually, I was just yeah. scrolling back on your Instagram and I saw you post a video from about a year ago where you were like <laughs> struggling with the double overhand. So you've made yeah, obviously incredible uh, uh, progression since then in uh, yeah. just technique and then obviously overall strength. But uh, what was it about the steel that just got you so pumped up? Obviously, you went on a crazy tear. Yeah, I started doing steel bending again because there's a Swedish grip competition that's 20 years old, Lödderköping Grip Challenge. It's Arne Persson and Mikael Sivesen. Mikael Sivesen is pretty known in the, the grip community. Okay. Um, they always ran reverse or double underhand bending at their competitions. And um, so I was training if that competition would be run 2020. So I started doing reverse and double underhand bending uh, with help from, from David. Uh, um, and I, I was strong at those styles uh, and it was fun, but there was always something with this. I, I, I can't double overhand bend. I can't do it. It's impossible for me. I can't do it. And it triggered me. It was like, why? I need yeah. to, I need to fix this because I was bending uh, G8s, uh, 207s uh, from David Horn reverse, uh, and, and and that that piece of bolt is the worst bolt that ever made. i it's, I mean, it, it's the hardest bolt in the world. <laughs> I'm yeah, pretty right. sure it's it's impossible to bend it. It yeah. kills me every time, both reverse <laughs> and double hand. I can get it to like five five degrees, 10 degrees, but I can never bend it then. So, so I was like, okay, I've got to start doing double overhand bend because I want to do heavier bends. Yeah. Uh, and uh, David Vigren, I said this in my red nail certification, David Vigren's advice was, uh, uh, I, am, I have good technique, I'm just weak, and I need to grow a beard to get stronger. <laughs> so, uh, so I got the beard, and uh, Siamak, uh, the iron wrist on Instagram, uh, actually sat down with me, not in, in the flesh, but over Facebook. And uh, during a bending session, he, he, he gave me the advices I needed to, to hear. Uh, I was going from, from having troubles bending seven millimeter nails. Uh, and he said, like, you, you need to try to, to come down under your shin more. And I, I tried and I tried and my, my hands were sore. but but then you suddenly, wow, this, this nail was nothing. It was yeah. like, it didn't even exist behind my hand, between my hands. It was gone. Uh -huh. I, was like, I think I, I, think I finally understood how to do it. And it's like, it's not about bending down. It's, it's about bending up. So I'm, I'm, my cue is actually not going forward or down or anything. I'm, I'm going up. I'm trying to go huh. straight up almost. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so I said, I hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna try another bolt. So I, I went to the G8s, 207s because I hate them. So <laughs> I I just had to kill it. Yeah. And the same thing happened to that bolt. It just disappeared. It was like yeah. this bolt that's been messing my hands up for days now. Yeah. <laughs> it disappeared. It, I, I I crushed it. <laughs> like, it was nothing. I, Okay, so I can double overhand bend, and then 
then I, I got hooked into to the heavier steel. Yeah, nice. And had you got had you gotten a proper set of wraps by that point, or was this still? At the, yeah, at that point, uh, I had my horn wraps. They were okay. completely messed up, but I was bending in 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 loose horn wraps because that at the time I didn't I didn't really care about wrapping that yeah. tightly, like whatever. It's, it's something you know that they think they actually does a difference, uh, and I was like, nah, I'm gonna loosely roll it and. And then bend it. Uh, so I had David Horn pads and I had Iron Mind pads. Uh, well, I didn't have Iron Mind pads. I had I had some uh, homemade Cordura pads okay. yeah. that I got from a friend called Björn Stål. Uh, he sent me uh, to prepare for the Red Nail cert. Okay, cool. So uh, because leathers to to Cordura. Need some. You need to to train it for for a few sessions to to get it to, to get the technique around. It it yeah. can be a bit more painful, sure. uh, etc. So uh, so he sent me that Cordura, and I bought Ironmind pads, and I bought some some red nails. Thing problem in Sweden is to buy red nails because shipping from USA is nuts. Is it okay? Yeah. But uh, the red nails here are are like they are very rare no one has them you can't really buy just one or two or three or so you have to buy them from iron mines and if you have you're gonna buy from iron mine you have to buy bulk because it's so expensive yeah. to ship it so uh, i found three red nails at uh, gods of grip in uh, in great britain and that was before yeah. brexit so the ship uh, the shipping was not that bad cool uh, so i had three red nails to to attempt to get a cert on, uh-huh. uh, and and uh, when I got it the first time, it was it was nothing. Uh, prior to that bend, I, I was already bending eight millimeter stainless at seven inches, so in imps. Yeah. So it was nothing. Wow. So specifically, you said like you sort of uh, cued yourself to press up, not down. Yeah. What other things in that first session? uh did uh Simiac go over with you because double overhand is a super technical style and it's a, t- a style that people get pretty frustrated with or injured yeah. with or whatever so what was what were some technical aspects uh that you guys went over there and then maybe stuff that you've learned along the way that could help out some uh, I, I learned so much but today i'm i'm giving you see i'm like advice <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. so but uh, the things he he uh he was trying me to do was like holding the elbows up and, and mm-hmm. get it close to my shin, etc. Um, and bend it forward. But but he didn't really. We thought like, okay, I'm way way too too stiff and my biceps are too big to get in position. Like, this is not gonna work. So yeah. before uh, during this time, I did a lot of mobility work and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see many people that double overhand bend has very, very much to gain from gaining mobility in the upper back, uh, in the, yeah. thora- uh, I can't pronounce it, thoracic spine yeah. um, mobility. So my go-to exercise was uh, having my hands behind my head, go to a wall, put my elbows up and uh-huh. starting pressing like this. Yeah. 
and also opening up my shoulders against walls, uh, doing the wall slides, etc., mm -hmm. uh, to gain that mobility to to get the bar close enough. Because in the beginning, I couldn't get it like where I needed it to go, but I could get it under my shin and then use my head to push yeah. the bar down, like yeah. Aaron Corcoran style. Yeah, and that's kind of what I did. <laughs> Yeah, because the mobility isn't there in the beginning. So yeah. I had to work it down into position. When I got a position, it, it like it bends automatically. When you yeah. find that sweet spot, it's like the steel is just gone. It's just bent already. Yeah. So getting that mobility is a, a key factor. And also this uh, Josh... Um, uh, shocking Canucks uh, Instagram yeah. uh, picture with the the arrows where the bar uh, should be going. Like you you shouldn't be bending down. You shouldn't have your pinkies down, etc. You shouldn't crush it inwards. Uh -huh. You're going forward with the bend. Uh, yeah. That makes such a huge difference. But you also you that spot is different for for people. I've noticed I coach people uh, trying steel for the first time. Some some naturals, they're bending steel right away because yeah. they can find that sweet spot. And uh, if we find that sweet spot, things will go down. Yeah, for sure. Like I, I watched this Greek guy. I can't pronounce his name. Uh, he's the guy behind the arm lifting Greece, I think. Okay. Uh, he started to bend some, some stuff. The other day, I saw him bend a uh, a G8 uh, out here, like yeah. almost not Heslep style, but but seriously, he was bending it out here yeah. and actually got it bent. Yeah. I was like, "Whoa!" I, I couldn't. I wasn't close to that. I couldn't bend the uh, eight, uh, eight millimeters uh, hot rolled steel like that. Yeah. Like if he gets the technique down, he's gonna bend some serious steel. I've seen Ruben Hughes do something similar with a G8 yeah. that's like kind of out here, like almost yeah, under the same. Skin, but not really. Pretty crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, so deep inside, up with the elbows, elbow drive, as Derek say, elbows yeah. <laughs> forward, pinkies upwards, and uh, then you just crush it. Awesome. So it all happened pretty quickly then. You sort of... Uh, mastered your style of double overhand and then yeah. how long until you were uh bending the uh eight millimeter stuff uh, the eight millimeter stuff um i mean i mean I, I was already beyond the eight millimeter stuff oh sorry when i learned yeah so what so was, it uh... was like Red nail, red nail diameter that's eight millimeter isn't it yeah yeah so okay, okay so I, you I, already I that first session with Siamak that I bent the G8, that was like, I, I the session after that, I tried the eight millimeter uh, cold rolled steel and it bent. Uh, uh -huh. The session after that, I tried eight millimeter uh, stainless uh, steel and it bent. Oh, wow. Okay. And the cool. uh, se session after, I got stuck with the eight millimeter uh, hex bar at seven oh, inches. Yeah. I couldn't kink it. Yeah. Uh, got stuck with that until I. Um, I got stuck with that because that that's a really the the thing uh, Anton sent me that piece, yeah. and everything Anton is sending is like the highest quality steel out there. Yeah. It's always super super hard. That yeah, it doesn't matter if it's hot roll steel. It's the highest rating you can see. If it's yeah. cold roll steel, it's the highest rating. And this hex was uh, as hard as 
old school benders, uh, I've been told this by Vigren, of course, the old school bender had uh, the Hexa uh, bastard yeah, from yeah. FBBC. But yeah. there was a bastard that was so hard, they called it a hexatard because yeah. it was retarded hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he actually sent me a piece of hexatard and it was almost easier than the thing Anton sent me uh, in the <laughs> beginning. So no wonder I got stuck on that. I yeah, didn't well. bend that until I, I started doing double wrapping. Um, okay. And then after a few sessions of not respecting it anymore, uh, I bent it. So, so that yeah. was just like, it was one, one month or so. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so it really was just about like technically unlocking the ability to to hit that double overhand. Yeah, when I, when the technique went down and uh, it's it stopped hurting my hands. Like in the beginning, I got skin tears, like blisters in the hand, etc. Yeah. Everything like everything disappeared when I learned the correct technique. Even today, I have like girl hands. <laughs> They're not harder than anything because. There's not so much pressure in my palm when I bend on yeah. my fingers, uh, on my index fingers. Yeah, sure, some pressure when I do single wrapping. Uh, but even there, I, I get, I don't get any, any hard skin. I have hard skin, but I don't yeah. wreck my hands anymore. Interesting. So uh, about that time after the red nail cert, the first hinder I had was uh, the Horido 88 bolt. Yeah. Um, or well, it was supposed to be a hinder because Vigren and, and Siamak and Anton, everybody say like the steel you've been bending now is much easier compared to the 8.8 bolt. The 8.8 bolt is the big, this is the first big hard bolt. Uh, this yeah. will be a problem for you. Uh -huh. And uh, <laughs> so when I got the bolts home and uh, I wrecked my first I, I, when I tried it the first time uh, in doubles and bent it in like three, three minutes or so, Vigren <laughs> uh, and, and CMR were like, no, no way, no way, dude. This bolt, it was, it was broken. This bolt is broken. Yeah. It was something wrong with that bolt. Yeah. Um, and uh, the thing is, because I was starting to believe that, like, yeah, perhaps this bolt was because it was easy. It didn't have a crush. It didn't have a sweep. It didn't have anything. I was like, I just, yeah. I just crushed it. And I tried it the day after, and it really, really, because I got so tired from the the eight eight the first time. Apparently, yeah. it took me eight or nine minutes to bend it the day after. Oh man! So <laughs> so I was like, oh okay. Perhaps this first bolt was malfunction, like it was broken. Yeah. Perhaps there was something wrong with it. But uh, then I rested for some some days, and and it it wasn't a problem really. <laughs> and is that the first bolt you tried uh, that you used doubles on? Was that when you started using doubles? Uh, the hex, uh, the the seven inches hex uh, okay. um, cold rolled. That was the first bolt I tried doubles on. I I wasn't like. The thing is, I got stuck like in the, I don't want to, and this is Adam Glass fault actually, because he said the bending isn't injury prone until you go big pads bending, because then you will bend so hard stuff, your body will like 
not be able to to handle it so yeah. so i was like yeah okay so i'm gonna go and many people i know many people say that bending in in singles and with lesser wrapping etc is uh, is better or something and i i, I was kind of stuck in that because i also wanted to do it it's harder it's more painful etc yeah but then i got caught on the the because i destroyed the hex bar with the doubles and like okay so i can i can do so much more powerful steel yeah i i want to continue to see how hard bars i can bend i I wanted to chase that but i also had in the back of my mind i wanted to i wanted my single bending to to come with it like i don't want to to be just a good double rap guy right so i got pretty disappointed when i I was double overhand bending for with doubles for a while and, and I then I started doing singles again and I was like, whoa shit I'm not that much stronger in singles. Yeah. <clears throat> so um I thought okay, so I, perhaps I need to train in singles um to, to get my single bending up. But after just two sessions of doing it in singles, dialing in the technique, dialing in where to hold, because it's a bit different. Yeah. Uh, I was a much, much stronger single pad bender as well. So bending in double wraps uh, made me so much stronger that when I'm going back to singles, uh, I'm getting used to singles again. I've gained so much more strength that even my single pad bending is stronger. And uh, for me, pain tolerance haven't been a problem uh, in singles. Uh-huh. And I think that's because I have so good technique because I suck at like uh, one imp bends. I, I can't do it. I, 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 it's impossible. Even easy steel, I can't do it. Uh, so my pain tolerance isn't that great. Uh-huh. But perhaps the technique is letting me bend hard stuff anyway. Gotcha. It's uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah because we, we discussed it because Regan was a single pad guy before as well uh, like you training in it with minimal padding removing pads and i'm not saying it wrong it's like it it can definitely help you perhaps on the bar you're chasing in single pads yeah. but my advice to people is like if you're having problems with that try doubles to gain more strength and then go back to to singles yeah, and uh, and Siamak have done a little of both, and I, I think both him and Vigren are are now convinced that building strength in doubles is perhaps a good thing to do. Yeah, I could see that, and I think it also maybe gives you a little bit of a psychological edge because yeah. you actually are bending the thing that's giving you yeah. trouble. And uh... yeah, that's so much. That's so much when you bend it the first time, and. Uh, and you start bending it regularly in doubles and then you go to it in 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 singles it's just like okay this is something that's it, it's nothing yeah so, so you have the advantage of that and and it does much the mental state yeah i felt that uh, even more actually like what even when i 
got into snapping a lot was like when I really started like snapping reds for David Horn's page and stuff like that. The whole bar just seemed less intimidating. Like I can just snap this thing. Like obviously I could just try to bend it now. You know, it was like just yeah. my whole psychological uh like positions changed on like the way I saw a red nail, you know what I mean? After you're not uh, scared of it, you don't hesitate to bend it or try to bend it. And and I think that's one of the, the big factors in in why my injury my my injury, my road on the double overhead bending has been very fast because yeah. I used I didn't really care about ratings I I didn't care that much about can I bend it I, I just tried it I, used, yeah. I so so I got steel and I bent it and then I figured out okay this is supposed to be very hard this is rated yeah. this <laughs> and this and this and okay nice I bent it and not looking that much into it I think helped me on the road um, yeah. to bending heavier steel yeah uh, double overhead bending. but it's it's so much about the, I, I want to point out the mobility thing again it's yeah. so much about mobility core strength every back strength upper back strength shoulders yeah so what's like a normal bending session looking like for you? Not like when you're just squeaking it in, like between doing other stuff, but an actual bending session. Uh, what do you do? Are you warming up with like uh, mobility stuff and then doing some warm up bends or what's a, what's a bending At, session look like? Today, I'm not doing so much mobility stuff before. Uh, if I'm going for a serious bending session, uh, I'm, I'm doing some, uh, some uh, grip lifts. I, I'm, I used recently had got to borrow an inch dumbbell. Yeah. Uh, so I'm lifting it like to get the CNS activated so I can like be warm in the body and, and be uh, on par with what I'm doing. Yeah. Because if you go in too sleepy, you, you won't be able to, to activate properly. Uh, then I just start to bend. Uh, I start with one or two easy seven millimeter nails at uh, eight inches. Uh, that's good to start at eight inches because you you get the mobility from that you uh -huh, get into position yeah. you you can bend that gold nail length yeah. uh, both for if you're going seven inches bending or gold nail bending because you you will have to have the mobility anyway so i yeah. work up one two three or four bars in uh, in order uh -huh. um my last bar is like often I go two seven millimeters nail and then something in the eight millimeter region. If it's yeah. a bastard or if it's a, like it can be a hex, it doesn't really matter. Something in between that to, to actually get me fired up, like feeling some pain, feeling something in my hands yeah, before I right. attempt to, to bend harder. Yeah. Um, at gold length, it's more I can bend. Uh, I can bend a few pieces uh -huh. at gold length. Um, at seven inches, I just bend one most uh, most of the time because it's so hard. I'm fried afterwards. I, I can't yeah. do more than one. Gotcha. So that's that's like a normal session for me. It's I don't do that much long bending sessions. I only do like 35, 40 minutes of bending, but yeah. uh, every three or four fourth day 
Okay, so every three or four days, that's it. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Depends if I go to arm wrestling practice, I, I will have to rest for like seven days. Yeah. So it yeah. depends on how broken down I am. Yeah. Now let's talk about the, the inch real quick, because uh, obviously that's a real notable thing in this, uh, this world. And it seems like you had uh, no problem lifting that thing up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like I actually surprised myself with that lift. I I didn't think I would be able to to get it. So yeah. I haven't been doing much grip sport lately. So I haven't done much uh, thick bar at all. Yeah. Uh, when I did, uh, I actually my my friend from Sweden, Andreas Harian, um, he made me a hollowed up dumbbell. You know, when the center of the the handle the, the bar isn't centered in the handle yeah do you know what i mean yes yeah uh i trained with that and, and did pretty good numbers uh on that uh, that should uh transfer to be lifting an inch from nathan hall he, he said right. like if you do 60 plus with this you can definitely lift an inch uh-huh but i haven't been doing thick bar for so long so i thought like okay i, I I will probably have a hard time lifting this. And I yeah. got the inch home and I can say my, my nerve system was so fired up because I've picked up the inch dumbbell from the car uh-huh. and I carried it inside like a baby uh, <laughs> on my arms, like yeah. totally stupid. And I went inside, I went to the elevator, I sat down with it in my lap and uh, went up to the floor I am, I stood up I walked into the yard inside. I walked up 17 stairs and yeah. then I put it down for the first time. So I was like dead uh, when I got in. Yeah. Uh, and I went into the room and I thought, I'm, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it now. And I had my wife in there. She, she filmed me and I had a pillow because I'm going to break the floor if I dropped it. Yeah. I first gave it a hesitant try lift. Like I, I didn't go full into it. And like, this is actually moving. I'm getting it halfway up there. Yeah. Uh, so wait, wait a minute. I'm, I'm going to try it. So I went in 100% and I got it up to, to lockout. Yeah. Um, this is a heavier inch. It's uh, 80 kilos instead of uh, 78. Oh, wow. Damn. So uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was very fun. Uh, and the, it was weird because I got it with my left hand, not with my strong right hand. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you got it with your strong hand now? Yeah, the day after. Uh, But uh, it's been uh, the the strong, my dominant hand, my right hand has been lacking in, in, in a few, it's like, it's, it's, it's slower to adapt to new implements, but when it does, I'm way stronger. Yeah. I remember when I had Tanner Merkel on, he was the first person to really talk about like to that I was aware of that there were certain things where he was stronger with his non-dominant hand. And that just like yeah. blew my mind because I'm like so dominant on one side. I just can't yeah, even okay. imagine being strong on, on the other side for certain things. But and then I guess like that's a common thing with other, you know, rolling thunder might be better for somebody on their non-dominant hand. Or it has a, it has a, at least my has an explanation because my, my longest finger is five millimeter longer on my left hand than on oh. my right hand. So I that's get a little better wrap around thick bars with my left hand. Oh, wow. uh, 
so I have, I guess I have to compensate. That's why my write is a bit slower because I have to compensate in, in implement knowledge or, or getting used to it uh, where my left has some slight yeah. advantage of the length. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. So, but that it was massive to, to get it uh, on the first go. It, I also I, I borrowed this from Bjorn Stål. So I want yeah. to, a shout out to him because he's, uh, he's a great guy lending me all this stuff. And, uh, yeah, that's cool. Helping me out with everything. He's been a part of the, the grip journey so far. Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, those things are rare here in the States. I can't imagine there's too many floating around Sweden or, or is there? There hasn't been, uh, at least not until uh, until uh, Nathan Hall started making his. Uh, yeah. Arne Persson has had one inch. It's, I, I don't know where it's from, but I heard it's kind of weird. It's not, it's not made uh, as they should. It's like hollow on some parts and stuff oh. rolling around in it. So I, I heard it's kind of, weird but yeah. i haven't tried it so i can't confirm or so uh, then yeah. there's been some strength shop uh, circus dumbbells with the longer mm -hmm. handles in in stockholm we have uh, the best grips guys in in sweden kalle and uh, kim uh, and the dala is uh, playing with them at uh, a gym in stockholm okay. um, this inch dumbbell was made for a guy in the northern part of sweden he uh, fist of fury on grip board he okay. uh, actually ordered it from Germany from a company called PBM, I think. So it's uh, CNC uh, lathed. Right. Nice. So not, yeah. So it's yeah. it's cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked a little different actually when I was looking at yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's shiny uh, as yeah. well, and the and the steel handle in the middle it looks yeah, really that's cool. cool. Yeah. So now I'm dying to, to try Vigrens because Vigrens got a Nathan Hall dumbbell and I want oh, to right. check if it's easier or harder, uh, how much the weight difference does, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, cool. So what about uh, normal strength training? What's that like for you these days? Yeah. Uh, what are you doing and how often? Well, uh, that's been... It's been too little to, to, that's for sure. It's been too little strength training. Uh, since we had so much with the, I just moved into a new house uh, yeah. and the, during the build of this house, I had to do a lot of things like uh, with the entrepreneurs, etc. So, uh, and my wife was uh, working uh, uh, nights, not nights, but evenings. She, yeah. she worked uh, evenings. So I had my two kids to take care of. Right, right. Yeah, the three and five. So I couldn't really after work. I picked them up. They're tired, etc. I can't really go to the gym with them. I, I could if I wanted to, but they're tired. Right. It doesn't right. really fit in the, the day for them. So yeah. So I started doing like commercial gym stuff 45 minutes during my lunch break. And right. that doesn't really work for me because I get nothing done. I, I have no time for squats or deadlift on the same yeah. session. Or I, I just had, to, and I tried to go bodybuilder, you know, sitting in the machines doing <laughs> pumping stuff. And like, this is so boring. I want to, to like lift something heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's what I've been doing. I'm doing some focuses on the, the press. Um, and when I, when I could go during weekends, I, I went to the, the 
arm wrestling gym where I have uh, a pollen replica, etc. Uh-huh. Um, so I could do some some axle training, but that was like once in a month or or even less. So yeah. I've been trying to to keep up, but I haven't improved. I see. So just like maintenance stuff for now. Yeah, yeah. Until it calms down. Wife is starting to work day now. So oh, we yeah. will see. Perhaps my bending uh, will go down because she will be home every night. But yeah. uh, we will see. What do you do for a, a living, if you can say? I'm a salesperson. I'm, oh, okay. I work in commercial on digital billboard screens. I see. Yeah. Nice. Cool. So what about injuries? You said you've really, you really, your technique's so dialed that you haven't really suffered from too much like hand stuff. Have you, have you yeah. been, had any setbacks from injuries? Or? I had a big setback or big, well, two months isn't that big, but for me, it was big. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of sessions to miss. <laughs> when I... When I started the red nail, I actually wrote to Randall Strassen because they were sending me the T-shirt, you know, from the certification, and I asked him if he could, uh, if he could send me a gold nail uh, uh-huh. to 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 have us a display piece to watch yeah. it, like because this that will never get bent. Uh, yeah. Like I, I can play with it, paperweight. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he and actually sent me one. So, uh, cool. of course, I had to try it. And uh, I rushed into it, as with all other stuff. I started bending 8mm rebars at gold length. But I didn't really have anything heavier than rebar at gold length. And that's yeah. very far from a gold nail. Yeah. Um, so I went in at it with double wraps. And it moved 10 degrees. Yeah. Uh, but I injured my left wrist, so uh-huh. I couldn't really be crushing anything for like two months, nothing heavy at least, but yes. I just continued to bend seven inches uh, steel, so uh, uh-huh. it healed, healed eventually from, from itself. Gotcha. It wasn't that bad. And also I had a, an injury from uh, when me and uh, Vigren and Siamak uh, met up to do some bending together. Uh-huh. Um, we were bending this 8.8 millimeter nail and since they knew they couldn't beat me at seven or eight inches they wanted to do go the full 11 inches uh, <laughs> so so it was like totally outside of my shoulders oh, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and vegan actually bent it uh, yeah. he, he wondered because I couldn't move it and when I tried to move it something in my my sternum uh, at the the clavicular bone of what it's called yeah. uh, actually popped and it was a nasty pop. I have a yeah. video on it. I was like, guys, did you hear that? Uh, like something popped. It was bad. Yeah. But I think it was just uh, something, uh, yeah, I forgot what it's called in English, uh, the thing between your bones sternum? at the, the rib cage. Your sternum? Yeah, but the, the, the thing between the sternum and the, oh. the ribs, uh, cartilage or something. Yeah, something like that that moved. So it was like bad for two months, but it really it wasn't painful. I couldn't deadlift, but I could bend steel, so oh. <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> That's great. So no no big injuries uh, more than that. That's good. That's yeah, good. I, it's, I I've been look, lucky because the way I've been bending, perhaps I I should have some more injuries. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
yeah so you mentioned the gold obviously that's like a very notable bar within steel bending yeah. um you're one of the few few people to have uh bent it in doubles so just yeah. talk about that experience and uh yeah just uh, touch on the gold nail what that was like and... yeah it's been a story because uh I got that first 10 degrees on the golden nail from Randall. Uh, and I laid down because I got injured and I never really picked it up because it was so hard. But then I got stronger and stronger and I started the 10.9 bolt at Toridos and, and I wanted to, to bend this gold nail. Um, so I, I reached out to Juha Letimäki, if you know. Yes, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Someone I'd like to get on the show eventually, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he should definitely go on the show. He's a great yeah. guy. Yeah. I saw that he was bending some, some gold nail uh, equivalents. Uh, at least the, the measurements were the same, but yeah. not as hard. So, so yeah. I asked him where he got them. And he got them from a friend in Finland who works with steel. So uh -huh. I actually bought some of him. Cool. Yeah, and he sent me uh, loads of stuff. He sent me the Swedish uh, gold equivalent length, uh, it and the Russian at the same uh, length, or perhaps it was only seven inches. Perhaps not gold. He sent me a bunch of steel. Cool. A lot of fun stuff to try, and yeah. he told me like this this um, nine point eight millimeter cold roll steel Swedish. He, yeah. he said try it in in singles and i was like no way i'm not never bending this in singles like yeah. you're a strong guy you, you can bend it in singles yeah. so i tried it the first time and uh, i actually got it in singles and that was that made me realize hmm perhaps this gold nail isn't impossible yeah. because this steel rated 220 on the the iron grip rating uh, and the gold nail is like 260 kilo so yeah. it's i'm 17 percent off so perhaps i could bend it so i started to bend more and more uh, of the the longer bars and i also during this whole time we've always been trying different leathers different leather lengths different leather thickness stiffness yeah. hardness etc I, I i don't know how many pair of uh, wraps I've, I've tried and crush pads etc it's been like nuts i've had so much scrap at my my uh, bending uh, furniture it's, it's yeah <laughs> nuts. and i noticed okay i can bend these gold nail lengths uh, in wider wraps pretty easy uh, yeah. a 30 millimeter uh, 130 millimeter wrap instead of a 100 millimeter wrap does the gold length so easy it was like hardly any resistance. And then I, I tried some gold nails from, I bought seven gold nails from a guy from Italy. Uh, I have no clue who he is. I have never heard his name. I never seen his stuff, nothing. But he was selling stuff on Gripboard. So I picked up his steel uh, and, and I tried this old gold nail. And I could bend it in, in double wrapping 130 millimeters. And I was yeah. like, okay. So it started to bend. It took me five minutes because it never 
stopped to fight back. It's why first 10 degrees was hard. 15 degrees was 20, 30, 50, 90. The crush yeah. was killing me. I couldn't almost crush it. I'm like, this is a eight, three eighths of an inch. The crush shouldn't be a problem. Right. The crush should be easy. It's, it's a long bar. Yeah. And it killed me. And I was like, okay, I'm never bending gold nails in singles. Right. Never, ever. This this won't happen. Yuha is nuts. Yuha is crazy. He's, uh, I don't know how he did it. Or, and Alexander Klimo, which I don't know what they're eating, but yes, something exactly. else. That I, 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 won't I will never do it. And um, the other day I was bending gold nails uh, and I actually bent a 9.8 uh cold roll steel at a uh, gold length in iron mine pads yeah Jeez. which i'm very proud of in 40 seconds or 30 seconds or something i crushed it <laughs> so i was like i gotta try this randall gold nail that was pre-bent 10 degrees yeah. and i and i tried it in in doubles because i fought it so many times it never moved yeah yeah and i got it to fold over and as soon as I got to like 25 degrees, it just folded and died. There was no crush. There was okay. nothing. Yeah. So the Italian guy's golden nail from 10 years ago and today's golden nail, something changed. Yeah. I don't know if the, the bar changed or if the rust, because the rust is, you know, if right. something happened with them or they're being stored wrong or something, but they right. are insanely hard. Uh, and the newer gold nails wasn't that hard. So Interesting. now I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, perhaps the gold nail certification isn't impossible. I've seen you have bend it. I've seen Alexander Klimovic do it. Yeah. They're both nuts, but <laughs> perhaps it's possible. Yeah, that's pretty that's, great, man. That makes me curious. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome and how about on uh while we're talking about the uh notable stuff you've uh worked on a 12.9 that's uh yeah. got some movement talk about that one yeah that was also something we we were trying out different wraps uh and and uh, i tried out 150 millimeter wraps like super wide wraps yeah. uh, and thick they're always thick but this was very thick. Uh, and I started to, and it's actually started to, I didn't believe, I didn't, I tried it. I was like, I was fatigued. It was like, I shouldn't even have been trying it. I was, my thought was to do kinky isometric training. Yeah. I wasn't supposed to move it. And it moved like, I, I can't remember, 40 degrees or something. I'm like, yeah. whoa, what's up? This is moving. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. Um, and then I worked on it again and got it to 90 degrees or something like that. So I continue to work on the same bar. Um, yeah. I haven't really bent it anymore. I haven't tried either because I got so I got so torn with the the wider wrap stuff. It was yeah. like, yeah. It's the same with the double wrapping, you know. Uh, okay, so I can bend these heavy bars in wider wraps, yeah. but they're wider. They're not standard. We're usually working with 100 millimeters. Yeah. Should I continue to develop leathers into 
being more optimal and bend on bending list that has free you can have any wraps and my decision was actually to to continue with that because in every other sport there have always been material improvements like yeah. take running and I, nike uh, those i can't remember vapor flies like they give some yeah. percentages faster times etc in climbing i used to see too much youtube videos uh, like climbing shoes etc yeah. etc knee pads etc so why shouldn't I try to develop wraps that are more efficient if the list allows it? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to try to improve and do, do as much as I can. The 12.9, I will continue to work on it just now. The gold nail is, is uh, I, I need to get some gold nails in Sweden. I, I, I saw a shipping quote of $86 on 18 gold nails. And I'm like, ah, mm. that's... That's yeah. a bit too much, but I, I'm going to see oh. if I can find some in Europe uh, and do that first. Yeah. Um, I know but then I want to... Has replicas that actually I've heard are maybe even a little thicker and uh, harder. I think... Yeah, Josh but, but I, have, I have those already. Oh, those, okay. uh, but the, the hard thing with equivalence and like I have, I have three pieces that I can cut into gold length. The, the first yeah. is an 8.8 8, 8 millimeter nail. Yep. The second is a 9.8 millimeter nail, cold roll steel from Sweden. Uh -huh. And the third is a Russian 9.8 millimeter cold roll steel. Uh -huh. And the 8.8 .8 nail is, if not as hard, it could be even a bit harder than the 9.8 millimeter. That's crazy. That's like, that's, that's a huge difference, like 8.8 yeah. .8 to 9.8, but they feel like the same. The kink is harder on the 8.8 .8 nail. Yeah. So, so they vary. So, and the Russian, the Russian uh, 9.8, I can bend the nine Swedish 9.8 in Ironman pads. I can't bend the 9.8 Russian color steel in doubles in wow. wider wraps. It was impossible. I got it 10 degrees. So crazy. So the variation is so huge. Yeah. I need to have the 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 real thing or harder to work yeah. on and to know it's harder for sure. Because if I'm training on the Swedish cold roll steel and it's it, it's seventeen percent off, yeah, I'm gonna get wrecked. Right, right, right. So yeah. I need to 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 find that. Um. So there's two there's two legs in bending for me right now. It's the develop leather uh, bending technique and try to bend at 12.9 volt ridos. Yeah. And it's to improve my goal length bending, uh, pain tolerance, and see if I can be the first guy who ever certifies on the goal length. Yeah. Jesus, that's crazy stuff, man. <laughs> And uh, while we're talking about Harito, everybody needs to remember to use promo code CHEERS to support the show and support Harito. Obviously, we're talking a lot about the gold nail, but Harito's cert is way better. Everybody yeah. knows that Harito definitely one hundred percent. John is the greatest guy ever. So yeah, he's the best. Everyone so, should start rules. at the. Yeah, everyone should start at Harido's. The 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 100%. steps, the the bolts he's providing, the consistency he's providing them, the the response times on certifications. I mean, when I when I started the ten point nine bolt, it was like 
I think it was like half past 10 at night and I yeah. sent him the video like spamming I, I bent it I bent it I bent it and, and he was like I'm gonna watch it tomorrow and I was like yeah. no <laughs> no you can't you, you have to watch it now yeah. uh, and he was like yoke I'm already watching it uh, <laughs> and the game oh, in the past nice. yeah it's great so he's like half past 10 at night should be sleeping yeah. he's watching me bend steel so That's yeah it's, great. he's a great guy yeah, that's the best. And even if double overhand's not your thing, they have every style on there. So there's plenty of uh, stuff to get on there. And if you're worried about shipping, get your friends to get in on the order and split the shipping up. So everybody yeah. needs to get on that site. Yeah, it's uh, the best site. All the all the lists that uh, on that uh, site is uh, excellent, except the the one impens. <laughs> At least you, you shouldn't even attempt it. Yeah. You don't. Or the bare hand. <laughs> I, I mean, the bare hand, yeah, that's just crazy. And people who can do it, I, I've tried it sometimes. It's not my thing. Uh, both those sides are, are very cool to do and takes a lot sure. of dedication to do it. Uh, Mati Bilov is he's crazy. So crazy. Gold nails in the, without protection. I mean, yes. people struggle that, to bend it with protection. <laughs> that dude is something else. Is yeah. uh it was cool to get to learn a little about him uh, last year this time when I was doing up those written ones with the translations yeah. and everything. He's yeah. a crazy strong guy. And all the other feats he does, like the other, you know, Atlas Stones and Kettlebells. Yeah. I mean, that dude's just an incredibly strong yeah, He's guy. not a one-trick pony. It's not like no. that. He's an overall strong guy. Yeah. He's doing crazy, impressive stuff all over. So yeah. Yeah. The middle finger lifting and all that. It's nuts. Yeah. All right, Tom, as we wrap it up, we're going to do the medley. You ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, favorite thing to bend material-wise? Uh, cold rolled steel. All right. Hardest thing to bend for you? <laughs> the the uh, David Horn G8? <laughs> I mean, I got to say David Horn G8 is the hardest thing to bend. Buy that <laughs> stock if you want a display piece. It's, the, it's impossible to bend it. And people you, snaps it in 10 seconds. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Did you ever go back and, and take it down reverse? No, I haven't. I haven't returned from uh, double overhand bending to reverse or double under. Uh, I'm oh, going to, okay. when, when it calms down, I'm going to go back and do uh, double underhand bending because with the mega wraps, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm using and trying. I think I can sheet my way to, to almost reaching Delmar's level. But, yeah, uh, but I want I want to I need to try it first because I think with the the maximum you can use so much chest crush when the wraps are wider so you can yeah. really I think I can bend some some I think I, my goal is to bend the eight eight double overhand uh, underhand double um, so I don't think I'm going back to that also I need to return to to braced bending also yeah uh, I had a quick surge to troll Siamak. I don't know if you read that story. No, I don't know what you're talking I, about. I posted it on Gripboard. It was like, so I, I couldn't do brace bending at all. I couldn't yeah. bend. Uh, I, I couldn't bend 8.8 .8 nails, 8.8 uh, .8 bolts uh, between my legs, and I was yeah. like, I can bend 10.9 bolts over under overhand, <laughs> but I can't brace bend 8.8 .8 bolts. It's impossible. Yeah. So, uh, see, Siamak uh, always made fun of me that I couldn't do uh, brace bending. 
<laughs> so behind his back, me and uh, David uh, made a little, I decided I'm going to learn how to do brace bending and CMO can't know. He, he, he won't know. I won't tell him. Yeah. I won't show any videos. I won't post anything about it. Yeah. And uh, I figured out how to, to brace bend. It was yeah. also one of those things, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't do the eight eight because I was trying to bend backwards with my like pinkies backwards instead of upward to my groin. Yeah. And when I sweep, uh, switched positions, so my pinkies were up, I bent the eight eight like it was it was nothing. Yeah. So next day I tried a ten point nine bolt and made a, a certification video for it and and I bent the ten point nine bolt. It was nothing. Yeah. Uh, so I thought, hmm, perhaps I'll try the 12.9 bolt. We're, we're talking about Torito bolts now again. Yeah. Uh, and I got the 12.9 bolt uh, in two minutes as awesome. well. Yeah. So that was like, yes, it was a good week for braced bending. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and CMAC didn't know anything about this. So uh, I, I, I even made the cert. So the certification was on Horido's webpage. Uh, but he wasn't in there watching. So it went like one month, two months or so. Uh, yeah. And we went to, uh, uh, and I went to, to Erebro where, where uh, David and Siamak lives. So we had a training session yeah. and like, he was starting to walk out and like, I'm going home now, guys. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try some brace bending. You, you have to stay for this because I was <laughs> planning to, to certify on a 6.5 inch, 12.9 uh, bolt. Uh -huh. so so he thinks i can't brace an 8.8 .8 bolt yeah and uh, david hands me this uh you know i only have the only bolt i i have off because i bent the 8.8 as warm-up and he said i only have this 6.5 inches 12.9 bolt but you, you can try it if you want tom i'm like yeah yeah, yeah sure i i don't know <laughs> anything about brace i can i can try it and see is like standing there watching like yeah <laughs> Uh, and I get the bar and I crush it in two minutes <laughs> uh, and I, I'm holding it up and, and see him like, he's like, there's no reaction on the guy, <laughs> like literally no reaction. He didn't, he didn't do anything. He wasn't smiling. He was like, yeah, we're like, aren't you surprised? I just, I just yeah. bent the six point five. They're like, nah, I'm not surprised in anything Tom does. So <laughs> uh, I'm going home now, guys. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so you had all this these weeks of secretly training brace yeah. reaction <laughs> yeah and the, and the reaction was like straight face nothing nothing I'm like, wow yeah okay that's pretty funny so have you tried uh you said you're going to return to braced but have you tried uh anything shorter than the 6.5 on the 12.0 no i haven't tried it uh, it was very very easy so i think uh, going down is is definitely an option uh yeah. But at the same time, cutting the same bolt shorter is something, it's kind of boring. I, I would like to have harder bolts uh, yeah. or, or, or do these other brace bends like uh, rebar stuff, etc. Yeah. like everything from David Horn, uh, because yeah. going shorter is so much about technique and figure out like hand positions using fingers thumbs like yeah. the the what was the uh, steel uh, bending competition david horden ran uh, the other day uh, short, that, short eight millimeter stuff yeah yeah so i uh, 
I think that's much more about other stuff than strength. Yeah. It's of course it's strength, but it's so much more other technical stuff as well. So we get all of us like it, it's it seems like anything like so much of it winds up being technical aspects. You know, it's like there is strength, but it's like it just seems like everything gets boiled down to technical aspects. Yeah. Have you have I don't you know if you can hear stuff? the the construction work in, in behind me. <laughs> Oh, no, I can't hear anything. <laughs> uh, good, because my wife is uh, literally destroying our kitchen right now, the buildings and cabbing or something. I'm like, what is she doing? It's crazy. Oh, no. no, no worries. <laughs> uh, Have great. you tried any like of the mid-length bars? Like uh, five eight, we say five eighths. I forget what that is. 16 mil or something like that. Um, yeah, not 16 millimeters, but I've tried. Uh, it was fun because when they were building my house, they had a lot of uh, rebar, uh, construction yeah. rebar, uh, 12 millimeter rebar. And I, I told them to every scrap they they have just put in a pile and I will bend it later. And I was like, what? <laughs> Are you bending it? Yeah, I'm bending it between my legs. Uh, so I tried some of that, but only I've only done two sessions with it. So I, I just I bent 12 millimeter rebar at 50 centimeters. Yeah. This is very hard rebar, but uh, I think Vigran bent like 40, 40 centimeters of it. So, huh. so huh. I have some improvements to do. It's hard because I also, I don't have the correct technique. I want to bend. I want to do the, the, the first sweep very far down on my legs so i'm using my quad instead of my growing uh, yeah. to, to bend stuff and that makes me bruise a lot yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. <laughs> for sure all right finishing up with the medley so strongest bending styles obviously double overhand what would you call your weakest style a uh, bare hand one imp how about just like reverse or double underhand if you had to call which one works? I, I can't, I, I, they're at the same level, the reverse and double. Uh, I've, I've kinked the uh, red nails uh, in both styles. Or yeah. perhaps, uh, let's say double underhand because double underhand, uh, there's two styles, uh, strict and modified, and I haven't yeah. done any good strict uh, double underhand bending. So okay. double underhand is my weakest. All right. And how about something outside of uh, strength sports and bending and grip and all this that you enjoy? Some other kids, hobbies. kids, wife, <laughs> house. You know, there's not much room for anything more. Nice. Um, that's it. The best answer, actually, since Wiggering has come up a lot on the show, was when I asked him. He just, with a stone cold face, said nothing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah I, I don't enjoy anything outside of strength sports i made so much fun of him from his episode i was like <laughs> dude you you talk for 45 minutes about arm wrestling in a steel bending podcast what the fuck are you doing <laughs> so that's why i, I mean, want to i want you to bring him on the the show again now when he's into bending again yeah i will I'm have him on again david come on arm wrestling the same <laughs> in his iron mind certification like what are you chasing out dips like come on <laughs> dips in arm wrestling come on <laughs> Yeah, it's whatever someone's I can understand that. It's like uh whatever someone's psyched up about in that moment. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, all right, what's the one bend that's got away so far? 
Yeah, the 12.9 is a work in progress. Uh, G8 uh, reverse double underhand. The yeah. it's yeah, the G8. <laughs> I'm chasing it. I mean, how how can it be harder than the red nail? I mean, it's yeah, uh, that's one I'm, I'm working on too. The uh, David Horn G8 yeah. Uh, yeah. reverse wraps touching. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, uh, it's nuts. It's, it's like so why? How is it hard? It's yeah. it shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. I mean, even even Vigren is having problem bending that straight. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Actually. Yeah. All right. Uh, who's strongest person you know? Or you want to bench? Yeah, the strongest guy I I I know is is uh, probably the one of the Sweden's strongest mans who I trained with for a while. But I, I'm gonna say Vigren on this. Uh, I yeah. mean. Look, he's doing the the flag on a pole with a girl standing on his abs. So crazy! I mean, come on. Yeah, that's like yeah, that's the strongest shit ever. Some of the stuff he's done does leaves me pretty speechless. Like I can't even. And he's like so that. versatile. It's not like yeah. he's he's no, good no. at just bending. Like one one is good at everything in bending and he's strong i, I arm wrestling him and he's strong in arm wrestling too and uh, and in uh, this yoga he's doing with uh, pole uh, dancing and uh, yeah etc <laughs> have you have you uh, arm wrestled him have you guys had a yeah match? after the the three hour bending session we we did some arm wrestling nice. and uh, I, i'm new to arm wrestling i've just done it for like uh, six months or so nice. so He's cool. definitely stronger. I pinned him once in in straps. He says he doesn't remember it because he, he gave me a, a very very good strap, and I think he I don't think he was ready for for my pull, so he gave oh. too much, and and I got him pinned. He doesn't remember it. Yeah. In the future, we will see who's the strongest arm wrestler. <laughs> All right. And uh, what's the funniest reaction a person has had when they find out you spend your time bending things in half? I mean, every reaction is uh, priceless. Are, are yeah. you actually bending steel with your yeah. hands? Yeah, <laughs> under your shin. Why? Why are you bending yeah. steel? Um, most people think it's very cool, though, uh, yeah. because I explain to them why I'm doing it and why it brings me more satisfaction than lifting weights. And, and yeah. people can relate to something that's it's, it's more than just strength, it's mental toughness yeah. it's uh, commitment it's pain yeah. tolerance it's so much more it's it's a war as yeah many people call it definitely so no no obvious uh, fun reaction everyone's like what the fuck are you doing yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i was thinking of that recently where i put just like you know without explanation just put like a snap bolt like on my story and i'm thinking about all the other like Maybe people I've known recently that don't know, I mean, what they must think of that. It's just like, why would he put this like construction material that's broken? <laughs> yeah, totally random. Like, yeah. is, he, is he going to artistic yeah. mode now? Or what, what is this? Some, some abstract uh, it's gotta shit? Be. <laughs> I, I love to because I, I do, I never post anything on Facebook. Uh, yeah. I've never done it like at all but yeah. i like to from time to time post some random stuff like certification gripper certifications uh, yeah. nail certification bands would you yeah. just interview etc this yeah. podcast i'm also definitely going oh, to share on facebook because people yeah. would be like what 
Is yeah. he actually on a podcast talking about bending steel? <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So like great. someone you met twice when you were like 18 years old can see what you're up to. Yeah. <laughs> they all knew I was a weird guy back then. So it's, <laughs> it's not that strange. Most people I'm doing yeah. stupid stuff. <laughs> all right. Um, who's someone you'd like to see me have on the show? I want Vigren back to talk about yeah. bending instead of arm wrestling. I would right. like uh, uh-huh. Juha Mackey to be on the podcast also talking about uh, steel bending. He has yeah. so many stories. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he removed a lot of videos he had from the time he was strong. He's also yeah. making, I'm not, uh, he's not making a comeback, but I know he's bending again. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, he did so, pop up, like last year and take down like the. 8 8 maybe the 10 yeah. I, can't remember. I think i think he bent the 10.9 as well i'm not sure yeah. though but uh, something but he's definitely bending from time to time again and i also know he's uh, active in grip sport so uh, he should be a good guy to have on the show all right any uh particular tips you want to give to the beginner benders out there my tip in Hurido's interview was to just, just go out and bend something, even if you don't know if you can bend it. Uh, I'm actually going to stick with that. Just keep trying to bend stuff, even hard stuff, because you will be... Steel has so many variations of toughness, but also the feeling like the, the difference between stainless like you have an easy kink uh, very 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 hard crush you have these hexatards uh, that has a super tough kink you can't kink it but if you kink it it's done yeah. so you can find you can find bars that fit your ability to bend and get hype from it so yeah. just because you can't bend this or that nail or or bar doesn't mean you can't bend tougher steel right because you can surpass that level and find something that suits you like stainless or or something like that or perhaps you're super strong at the kink and then then a hex uh, that's way out of your league is possible as well yeah so that's try cool. stuff and yeah. isometrics is failing is not it's just training as yeah, exactly says, so, yeah. <laughs> All right, and if people want to say hello to you or ask you a question, uh, what's your Instagram? Tom Lennox. So it's T H M L E N N E X. They're free to to message me about anything regarding grip sword bending or anything. I love to help people. It's great to ha- get questions. Uh, I I think I, I've I never ignored anyone asking about steel so uh <laughs> hit me up with your questions i love them perfect uh anything else you want to shout out before we get off of here no i think uh, i mentioned everyone helping me on my journey um sending me stuff to try and uh, everyone everyone been so great and the community overall is is great everyone yeah. is friendly and uh, um yeah, it's great. So no, nothing more. Perfect. I couldn't wrap up this episode without mentioning. I think you have the best bending face of all time. <laughs> that, like when you lay into the bar, like your face is insane. Yeah, my eyes it. pop out. They they're they're going everywhere. I, every- I'm looking seriously. I'm looking into the future. I can see the future from there. When, yeah. I, when, I, when we first logged on and I was seeing you, I was like, yeah. this doesn't really look like I expected because I think every time <laughs> I've seen you, it's just like 
the bending face, which is like the most intense, like it's the best bending face, dude. Yeah, and the thing is, I'm so surprised that I get my face gets so intense because yeah, sure, my deadlift face is also good and squatting face, etc. But <laughs> but my double overhand bend is so so calm and strategic. I'm not like I'm going not going direct like full fight yeah. mode, uh, yeah. kill it. Like I, I'm going very strategic and pretty slow. Well, yeah. slow, but my fake makes I, I, obviously I'm I'm using full force. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, no, it's great. It's the best. I might have to put on a t-shirt or something. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Hit me up. Uh, see, I'm like just making all these funny memes with me oh, uh, cool. being the Hulk and and stuff. But uh, he haven't. I ha I I don't think uh, he made a t-shirt. He made a few t-shirts, but oh, really? just my face. Yeah, he oh, made man. like three or four t-shirts. Yeah. That's so, awesome. uh, he, we should print some, but uh, mostly we're joking about it. That's great. All right, Tom, this was a blast, man. I'm finally uh, I'm glad we got to do this. Thanks a lot for coming on. Thanks for inviting me. It was very, very fun. All right. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you.